Welcome to the Deacon's Den, your neighborhood cozy cafe for Catholic conversation dedicated to discussions distinctly diaconate. I'm Deacon Dave, your proprietor and host, and I have a corner booth reserved just for you. So come on in. We're glad you're here. Welcome to a packed house at the Deacon's Den. Every seat in our corner booth is full, and we even have one guest who is joining our cozy cafe in typical 2020 fashion, joining us virtually, dialing in from a remote and undisclosed location. Deacon Joe, I think if these numbers keep up, we may have to invest in a bouncer to ensure we can manage the crowds. Does that mean I've been fired? <laughs> uh, you're on the margin right now. We'll have to see what works. Uh, okay, Joe, you've got the bald head. You can certainly be the bouncer. Okay. That works. All right. Well, bounce my head off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually delighted to have no empty seats today. Socially distanced, of course. For as promised at the end of our last episode, We've invited a few of our just-ordained deacons to hear their first-hand reflections on their ordination day and the initial stages of the newly ordained ministry. In this election season, you might consider this our own version of exit polling. Dropping into the deacon stand today, we have four of our baby deacons. Brother deacons, welcome. Thank you. you. Let's begin with simple introductions. Including you, Chepe, remotely and on obviously on tape delay. Uh, so, so I'd like to go around the room. We'll leave you till the end, Chepe, since it takes sound a while to reach you. Um, tell our listeners your name, where you're originally from, where you live now, and your home parish. And we'll make our way around to the corner booth first, and, and then I'll reach out to our brother on the phone. So I'll start right across from me with the introductions. Hi, I am Deacon Albert Pagan. I was born in Puerto Rico in 1980. I was raised in Chicago, so I got all my education, lived there, and moved to Florida. And I am currently at St. Rose of Lima in Poinciana. Awesome. Welcome, Deacon Albert. So when we talk baby Deacon, yeah. we're talking baby. This time. That's right. <laughs> deacon Albert is our youngest Deacon. Yes, correct? he is. At, at the tender age of 40. Just 40. Yeah. Just yeah. 40. Yeah. On the yeah. ordination, the pre-ordination retreat. So that that was awesome. That was yeah. fantastic. So we truly do have a baby. Good good catch there, Deacon Joe. All right. Next in the line. I'm Deacon Dave and Gasser. Um, good name. I like the name. Yeah. 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 We actually had two Daves in, in formation. So I'm Dave the Elder, wider and grayer. Um, so <laughs> uh, Originally from um, Buffalo. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go cool Bills. There you go. <laughs> Okay, we are going to have to edit that out of the podcast. I think you just broke your mic. All right, back to a regularly scheduled introduction. That's right. So I've lived in Central Florida like for my early teen years and uh, now over at St. Margaret Mary in Winter Park, Florida. Fantastic. And the the third as we come around the corner here? Deacon Dominic Dalio, and I was uh, originally born in upstate New York. No cheering, no cheering, no, yeah. and uh, and have been a resident of Central Florida for the past forty years. So uh, grew up in mostly Seminole County and, and now Volusia County, and I'm at Our Lady of the Lakes in Daltona, Florida. So you've lived in Florida as long as Albert has been alive. Amen. Amen. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So let's let's go to our remote location here. Deacon on the phone, please introduce yourself. Well, my name is Jose Perez, but everybody in the parish knows me as Chepe because we have too many Jose's. <laughs> I'm originally from San Juan, Puerto Rico. I'm retired military, and every good military retired in Florida. So we've been here since 2009, 
and I belong to Holy Cross Parish in Orlando. Well, welcome, Deacon Chepe. And no, not all military retire to Florida. Good Air Force boys, <laughs> Air Force boys retire to Colorado Springs. But uh, we'll forgive you for that one. We're so, the weird thing is I'm Air Force. I know, I know. That's where I had to, I had to rub a, a little salt into that open wound. So. Well, we're so happy to have uh, all of you here as we celebrate your recent ordinations. And I'd love to offer you a celebratory beverage but our wonderful producer, Catherine, is concerned that you might spill it on her expensive mics, so we'll leave that for later. Last time, we talked about the ordination from the standpoint of planning and executing the event in the midst of the current pandemic. But this time, we want to hear from the four of you as you share your recollections of that glorious day and get an update on what has transpired since. So let's start with taking you back in time to that special day. And I'm going to start with you, uh, Deacon Albert, sitting across from me still. We haven't kicked you out yet. The bouncer hasn't caught up with you. What one or two things stand out in your mind as the most memorable moments of that day? Well, actually, we have to say the the part that I keep replaying in my head is the, the whole aspect when we were doing the litany of the saints and we're actually prostrated on the ground. One perspective I keep remembering uh, when one of our professors, Isabel, said to us. But from another perspective, it was so heartwarming so touching to think here you have the whole church all the angels and saints praying down for us at that moment that was very earth-shattering to me and, and it still is my the hairs in my, in my hands still stand when i think about that other than my wedding day i love you honey uh, <laughs> <laughs> good call good call i say i mean other than that moment from a religious standpoint i i, I have not come to anything closer to that and it's uh that was really outstanding for me. Deacon Dave, the newer, uh, what, what, what about for you? Uh, the whole day was like a blur, kind of like my wedding was. I had to go back and watch it on video. It's like, wow, that really happened. Two things that stand out, we've seen the book of the Gospels um, from the bishop and, and the words that he spoke. So I remember going to other ordinations and not being able to remember them. Um, afterwards, like, what did he say? You know, I've, I've only heard it, right? But, you know, hearing it from him and, and holding the book, it, it really put the, the whole gospel perspective in, in, in the right place for me. And I, I took that back with me to the parish. And the other part was doing the family blessing. You know, I'm usually a crier at these events, right? So I expected like to be breaking down crying during the whole thing. But when, when I was able to bless my wife, and my daughter and my granddaughter were there. So they're all there. And, and Evie actually put her, her, um, her hand on my shoulder, which was really beautiful, and to be able to bless them. And that's where I kind of lost it a little bit and it broke down. Uh, with, with some tears in my eyes. It was just a special moment. You're forgiven for that. I think <laughs> if you don't get emotional at your own ordination, you're probably missing something. I really do. It, it is a true surrender. All right, Dominic, uh, we're back to you. I, I, you know, again... Or did they steal all the good answers? They did, yeah. I should have went around the other way. That's just what Dominic No worries. I would agree with Albert. For, for me, the, the litany, the two parts of the litany, first asking for the intercessory prayers from from the saints so our prayers going up our our prayers coming down and our, our blessings coming down from the saints and then us asking for our prayers to be heard and that was a moment beforehand that i took special intention to pray for my community my church and my family so it was it was a beautiful time to be laying there thoughtfully offering up all those prayers and then I think the moment that the bishop's hands were over my head was a real something ontologically changed in me, and I, I didn't expect it. I've heard about it, 
Everyone tells me something's going to change. But I went to my confirmation and I didn't feel different the day of my confirmation. I felt different afterwards. The day of my ordination, something changed. The moment of my ordination, something changed. And I've got both feet off the ground right now. I'm not. <laughs> You're still floating. I'm still floating. Oh, that's good. We don't have to clean the carpet when you leave. <laughs> uh, so, Deacon Chip, I'm going to reach out to you now. Now, you... You're a little, you're special in a lot of ways, Deacon, but, uh, but, but even more I so good one. <laughs> uh, because your ordination was delayed and uh, we need a little more time to work on you than not true. You were, you were well prepared, but circumstances prevented you from joining your brothers four weeks ago. So your ordination was only 48 hours ago. So this should be very fresh in your mind. So, uh, so, Deacon Chepe, what, what stands out? One or two things really stood out in your mind about that day. Well, the first thing, it, it wasn't surprising that I received uh, the sacrament so late because all the sacraments have come to my life very late. <laughs> and uh, starting getting baptized at seven instead of being after being born. But I was surprised that I thought that I kept saying all the time, when I face down, looking at the tile or the carpet, that's going to be my moment. And it was beautiful, it was great, but the one that hit me the most was actually because this was done in my parish with my parishioners. It was the moment when I went down with the bishop to give communion. And as people were coming down the aisle, I could not stop crying the whole time I was giving communion to each one of them because I knew these people. I walked with them. I knew their struggles and their joys. I knew their families, and that was so touching that I could not, I mean, I tried to, at one point, my wife put a handkerchief in my pocket, and I said, should I get it? No, forget that. I'm just going to cry my eyes out. Hopefully, the drops won't fall on the hose. But it was immensely, immensely special for me to give the, that moment and connect with my parishioners. You should have seen her face when you elevated the chalice yes mm -hmm. she was crying a river <laughs> so so actually it sounds <laughs> like the, that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the people in your communion line actually did receive under both species <laughs> <laughs> the body of christ and, and your tears <laughs> exactly that's that's that is awesome and you know what that made me think of chepe is is that moment and you'll all have this experience when good friday comes and the veneration of the cross, when your parishioners come forward to venerate the cross, if you have the, um, the privilege to hold the cross, or even as I do when I'm not holding it, I kneel near the cross, you know the struggles of your parishioners. And when you see them come forward, it is a very profound moment. So beautiful moment, Chepe. Thank you for sharing that. I want to move on to the next question now. You know, it's probably fair to assume that each of your pastors has put you to work already. Uh, so what have been the highlights of your ministry so far? <laughs> I hear Chepe already laughing there at the far end. Um, so so what have been the highlights of the ministry? Don't worry, we'll get to the other side of that equation shortly. But what are the highlights so far? And Deacon Dave, just because I like your name so much, I'm going to start with you first on this question. Oh, wow. What are the highlights since uh, ordination? Um, well, the first one was actually my first Mass. Um, I was uh, able to assist with uh, Monsignor Walsh, who's been uh, my pastor my entire adult life. He's walked with me through a lot of uh, spiritual, uh, my spiritual journey. Um, so being being there with him it was also my first um, homily, hmm. and 
it was really moving for me because these people I've known for you know over 33 years, and be able to and let them know um, how their prayers you know for me and with me and you know allowing me to walk with them and them walk with me for these 33 years, just how important it is, and uh, that that was like the, probably the, the the first highlight. But since then, uh, also uh, being with you know we can't be physically present with a lot of the parishioners as they're going through some of their struggles, but I'm able to um, get onto Zooms with them or, or really just one-on-one phone calls and walk with uh, some of the people as they're going through some of the struggles that they're experiencing during this, you know, this period that we're going through with the pandemic. You know, that's, it's, it's not as, um, as close as we'd like to be, you know, walking and ministering with, with our, our parishioners, our friends and our family, but being able to be present with them that way has really been a, been a blessing. So uh, those, those are just two. Awesome, thank you, Dominic. Oh, I had the uh, I had the the honor of a baptism on Friday, and just the uh, the realization that God's allowed me to be part of that sacrament, and that His grace could pour through is that's amazing. I, that that would, that's such a life giving sacrament. I, I I could do a hundred of those and never get tired of them. And then every mass, Deacon Joe laughingly made fun of me because I had the count. This is my ninth mass. <laughs> but it's that new. And, uh, you know, I've been married for 26 years and I'm still a newlywed. And I hope that my diaconate, this vocation is the same, that after 25, 30 years, I still have the joy and love for it that I, that I have on my eighth mass. <laughs> That's so cool. By the way, I've seen the game tape of your first baptism already. It's been sent to me by both Mike Braddock and John Fecco. So give them a little shout out today. They wanted to make sure I knew you had successfully completed it. I got uh, the formula I, right. You got the formula right. It it's was, in the book. I it, read it right. It, it, it was valid. So, so, so well done. That doesn't always happen. So well done. <laughs> only one line. I only had one line. <laughs> <laughs> Deacon Albert, what about you? Uh, well, in honor of All Souls Day, uh, basically, it was the highlight right now. I, I would say I, I was I was given the pleasure, well, not the pleasure, but the honor of um, going ahead and doing a funeral service at the funeral home. And it's one of these things that I always dreaded your information. You know, the fact that like, okay, here we go, funerals. I hate funerals. Yeah, you know, basically because it's it's just so much emotion. But when I showed up there, there was just three of them. It was the, the wife of the deceased, the daughter, and her husband. And it was so intimate. It was so, uh, we just sat down and, and we talked and we, we went through the, the ritual. It was so beautiful. And at, at the end of it, I actually thanked them um, and said to them, I, I want to thank you for allowing me the privilege and honor to walk with you right now, which uh, I've, I felt they ministered to me. Uh, during that time and, and it was a beautiful experience mm-hmm. and that to me right now has been my highlight yeah there's there's now. certainly an intimacy to those moments when we get invited in as deacons into those those profound moments of, of birth and of death and everything in between as you were saying um uh, deacon dave that that people are reaching out to you so um yeah there is there is great beauty in enjoying this ministry at all phases deacon chepe what about you in your 48 hours? What's been the, what's been the high moment? Have, have you slept in the last 48 hours? That's the next question. Well, Saturday after we finished the ordination, uh, Father Garcia said, well, I don't want to put any pressure on you, so why don't you just come on Sunday for noon mass and just sit back, relax, and 
just at the end, you give a little testimony of how you got to this point. And I shouldn't know better. <laughs> <laughs> what a setup. I, yeah. I come in at 11. I'm going to be sit back and relax, right? And I walk to Deacon uh, Carlos and say, oh, I'm so glad I'm going to be serving my first match with you. I'm just going to sit back and watch you do it, and I learn from you. And he said, who told you that? (laughs) (laughs) He said, we have two matches today in two different places. I'm going to the other one. You have to do everything on this one, and you have incense. You have to incense the gospel. (laughs) I was like, oh, I should have known Father Garcia was going to do this to me. So... I mean, talking about being ready just in case, baptism by fire, brothers. I had to do the whole thing all by my lonesome self with Father Garcia, who is like, uh, I'm going to be being watched by the hawk here. (laughs) But it was so great. Everything went smooth. The Holy Spirit and Mary was there with me all the time. And I really enjoyed it. It was a precious moment for me. Awesome. That that's uh, beautiful. But I think you also underscored the fact that yes, we have to be ready all the time for everything. Mm-hmm. I have one more question for all of you. Time flies, and we're already creeping up very quickly towards the end of the episode. So I'm going to ask you to limit to to one thing. And and what stands in my mind right now is that Deacon Joe has a PowerPoint slide that he uses in the discernment <laughs> year, um, which has Captain Jack Sparrow from the Pirates yes. of the Caribbean movies that, uh, running from an angry horde, and he titles it, Be a Deacon, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Well, obviously, while I know your hearts are attuned to serving the people of God, there are always challenges or surprises along the way. So what has challenged or surprised you most in these first few days or weeks? And Dominic, I'll start with you this time. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'd rather go after someone. Who... <laughs> Is there a juicy story here we're going to get to here? I love it. I think just being in the midst of a pandemic and an election and, and all of the the pent-up frustration and, and anxiety and fear that everyone in, in, in one way or another is experiencing, trying to minister to that can be, you need to be very sensitive of, of yeah. where people are coming from. And it's not about me. It's It can't be about us. It has to be about them. And to be able to look at things from their perspective is very challenging, but I don't ever want to lose sight of that. And I think this time has given us all the ability to relate to something that we probably never could have or would have Im- imagined. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a great equalizer in that regard. So I think that's the biggest challenge, undergoing a, an ordination in the midst of a pandemic, having to wait it out, and just knowing that we're dealing with people who are not at their best for many good reasons. Yeah. All right. So he's taken the pandemic. He's played the pandemic card already. (laughs) So the rest of you have to come up with something new. Albert, what about you? (laughs) Well, in the spirit of Jack Sparrow. uh, (laughs) Savvy. Uh, Actually, it was very interesting because throughout the whole six years, the, the community was always, are you a deacon yet? Are you a deacon yet? Are you a deacon yet? Come on, we need you, right? And finally that day came and everybody's like, oh, finally, finally, finally. But then I, I went to John 23 Ministries, which uh, I'm, I'm a member of as well. They invited me because they said, hey, you were a member. Now you're a deacon. We want you to come in and just sit. And John 23 just basically, it's, it's, just, it's just reflections. that They do last Sunday's uh, gospel and then they reflect on it. They do a teaching on it. And so I, I, I showed up last Monday, 
And they welcome me. He's like, hey, finally, Deacon Albert. Just like, yay. So then the moderator went ahead and, and did his reflection. And then it was time for a breakout group, right? And so I'm here thinking to myself, okay, so I'm just going to stay in the main lobby. And this was all through Zoom. And, and they'll come back and we'll talk. Well, they put me into one of the breakout groups as well, which I thought, okay, great. I'm just going to be a silent observer here, right? Well, the part that really really kind of was like was a little bit stressful for me was that the same people who were saying to me when are you going to be a deacon where are you going to be a deacon we need you to be a deacon mm-hmm. all of a sudden when it came time for them to share their thoughts were quiet and it was that <laughs> awkward quiet mm-hmm. right that the, the, there's know, was like, clergy in the room exactly, now exactly <laughs> exactly and that kind of like blew my mind and i felt so bad right because i'm like oh wow these people are now not being able to be themselves because there's you know a clergy in the room so i had to just kind of like break the ice and be like hey guys you know still me you know <laughs> let's uh let's go ahead and participate and you know but what they were looking for was affirmation from me which was really weird hmm. uh, for with, with everything that they were saying is and, and from part of me was like saying you, you don't need to seek my affirmation you know share and th- i guess that's what i'm struggling with right now as to okay how do i handle that going forward you know it's how do I handle the fact that, yes, I'm a cleric, but they need to be open a little bit more? So so that's where I'm at. I'm going yeah. to assume they were usually older people, too, that yes. usually you're the ones that were looking to their wisdom. And all of a sudden, that's being t- turned right Correct. back around. It's like, well, the baby deacon <laughs> just turned 40 has all of a sudden become the wisest person yeah, in the yeah. room. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's an ontological change that Dominic was talking about. So, uh, De- Deacon Dave, what about you? What's been the one challenge for you or, uh, or surprise? Oh, I'm, I'm trying to trying to think of one here uh, so far. Uh, it, it's been a really, a really wonderful experience um, so far. I think the, the most difficult thing was or is or continues to be, you know, with the whole COVID thing. Um, not being able to be as closely present with folks. Um, I know prior to prior to COVID, at each mass uh, before ordination, you know, I'd go around and, and talk to people, see people I hadn't talked to before or seen before, and just reach out and say hello. And now it's kind of like everybody kind of pushes back pushes a little back, bit. Yeah. So I've, I've stopped doing that for now so that people wouldn't be uncomfortable. And I'm looking forward to, you know, the day where we can go back and do that. And, you know, oh, I haven't seen you before. You know, who are you? Mm-hmm. There was one man in the parish uh, that I'd seen, and I, I walked up to say hello, you know, prior to COVID. And he got up and walked away. He said, oh, this is your pew. And it's like, no, 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 let's just come over to say hello to you. Um, you know, so. it, and it isn't the pandemic, Dave. It's just you. <laughs> it's just, it's just you, right. That's yeah. Catholic. <laughs> it's like, what did you think that's my pew? It's like uh, my signature's on the other pew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so it, it's just just that, just the, the, the desire to be close to the people. And it, it's difficult right now. And you, and you don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable just because of you know everything that's going on these days and i I think that's really the the hardest part so deacon chepe you get the last word among your brothers anything in this uh, long 48 hours what is that 2880 minutes anything that uh, stands out for you that's been a challenge or a big surprise this morning i was talking with my wife about all this and i guess one word comes to mind is balance danielson (laughs) balance balance That's going to be the challenge for us. So we were talking about it this morning, and I said, we need to pick a date. 
because I'm going to be doing the faith formation in my parish. Mm -hmm. And I said, we need to disconnect from all this one day of the week to have our dates, to do something just for us. The missing of my family that unfortunately they couldn't come to the ordination. So, so it's that balance between family and service to the community that is going to be the biggest challenge for us to maintain that balance. We're not afraid of it, but we have to be conscious about it and just keep an eye for the referee. I think that's a great, uh, a great final word that all deacons, not just baby deacons, uh, need mm-hmm. to hear. Deacon Joe, you're an old hand of 11 years of diaconal <laughs> service. Any words of wisdom you want to share with uh, with these newbies? When I read that, it's an old hand. <laughs> Look who's talking. <laughs> but then I thought, old hand is nothing. I mean, it's it's all new. 11 years in, and I'm still learning. You you learn every day, and I guess that would be the the word of advice. Never stop learning. Never think you've got it figured out. Even the liturgy that you've, in repetition, you know, God willing that another 11 years in, I'm still feeling the goosebumps when I raise the chalice next to the priest, when I get to hear the words of consecration and either one of the formulas that I continue getting those tingles of Mm -hmm. realizing I'm in the presence of God. Remain rooted in prayer because it's through those prayers, the scriptures, the writings of the saints that we grow so much deeper in love with Christ to understand the motherly care of Mary that is, you know, beg for her to wrap you in her mantle. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to add to that. I think, uh, Joe, that's that's the perfect close. Well, that's here. a first. <laughs> <laughs> well, since since uh, since we're bringing to a close our extended play version of the Deacons Den uh, this uh, this week, um, brother Deacons, it's such a blessing to have you all with us today, and we pray that your ongoing ministry will be a blessing not only to you but to all the people of God to whom you minister. And as long as you continue to surrender your lives to God. There's no question he will use your servants' hearts in ways beyond your wildest imaginings. So what's next on our menu? We continue to deal with the challenges of ministry in the course of this worldwide pandemic. So next episode, I will invite some more old hands in the diaconate to share how they are creatively living their ministry in this most unusual time. Well, sadly, we've reached closing time of the Deacon's Den, but I'm glad you dropped by. Come back on in when you hunger for hearty discussions on the diaconate and Catholic conversations. Just remember, wear your mask, keep socially distanced when possible, and wash your hands. Until we meet again, I pray you walk closely with God on life's journey. And when you feel the urge to visit the Deacon's Den, remember, there's always a corner booth reserved just for you.